Welcome back to NFL Rants and Raves. I'm Stephen Miranda. I'm Steve Fry. On Wednesday, December 11th, 2019, episode 15.16, the week 15 show. People, we are in December and there's only three weeks left in the regular season. And as they say in Jurassic Park, life finds a way. To get in the way of us doing the show, Steve. Yes. It always does. But we're back this week. We're coming at you strong. We'll be spending some time patting Steve on the back for winning the challenge game in week 13 a whole month early when the Browns took a 10-point lead and then thought that was going to be enough to win the game, and then they didn't. So we'll talk about that. Not when the Duck is your QB there for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They came back to win that game, and the, the, the challenges are just over. I do want to point out that 90% of your challenge wins were within three points or less. Okay. But as Steve said, thank uh, you for that technicality. Uh, uh, a win is a win is a win. The Cowboys are in a tailspin, and Jerry Jones, owner slash GM slash president slash end all be all of the Dallas Cowboys, got into a little bit of trouble with the radio station in Dallas as he went a little off the deep end with some hosts. We'll get to that. We'll actually even play the audio for you. The Giants started Eli again. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, that was that was good times. It wasn't hold, enough to hold a 17-3 lead over the Eagles, whom Numba posted an apology to Instagram, Steve. But you know what? I don't care. I didn't even read it. We're not even going to talk about it. I just thought I'd let you know that if you were interested, it's out there for you. Wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Goodell and the league says they're not done investigating, so restitution or reinstatement or anything for whom Numba is not coming anytime soon. And Goodell still talking about Colin Kaepernick. Dude, it's time to move on. Move on. Yes, I, thank I don't, you. I don't yeah. But you know what we can't move on from? The Patriots caught cheating again. We'll, Spygate 2. We'll talk about Spygate 2. And I just have a serious question. Why is it always the Patriots? We'll get to all of that, plus all our Week 15 picks and my lock of the week. Let's get it started and chomp it in. Bringing American football to the world. It's Steven Miranda and Steve Fry with NFL Rants and Raves. So I'm going to change the script up a little bit. We had the Jerry Jones audio all queued up to go at first, but I got to talk about Spygate, too. When I heard about it, uh, I started thinking to myself like a movie, like, just when you thought it was safe to go on to the practice field. (laughs) Spygate, too. The Patriots and their video cameras and their camera crews and... I don't, Bill Belichick, I don't even know what the camera crews do. I don't see any of the video. I don't, I don't, seriously, Steve, it's the Cincinnati Bengals. It's a team that has won one freaking game. If if it was any of the 31 other teams, this would be nothing, right? This would be, this would be the, the NFL looked into some taping of, of video at a, uh, against one of the other teams. Right. Uh, reviewed the tape and determined there was no harm, no foul, and everybody moved on. 
but it's the Patriots. They've got a history of how many different things. Here's my problem. Even if you say we send a camera crew out to, you know, to, to interview and, and talk and video our opponents because we're putting together a, a end of the season reel or whatever, that's great. Why is there nine, eight or nine minutes of camera footage directly, directly at the sidelines of the Cincinnati Bengals? What does that have to do with your show or whatever it is you're airing? And just the fact that their excuse is always the same. We didn't know we were doing anything wrong. We thought we were. It's the to, same. To be, to be fair, the, the Patriots came out very quickly and said, we know we couldn't do it. They were credentialed. It was, it was a vendor. Right. It wasn't Patriots employees necessarily. But camera crew that the, they had hired. Right. It was camera yes. crew hired by the Patriots. Yes. To follow this advanced scout. And they, they came out pretty quickly and said, We know we can't we know the NFL rules are you can't tape the opposing bench. Yeah. Our team didn't know that. So they and they yes, they did it. They didn't know they should be doing it. And kind of left it like But that's so we're moving my question like, my thing is that's always the same. Thing. They always say the same so, thing. We, yeah, we did it. No, we, so you th- know. This becomes a problem. Is, as you said, it's the Patriots. If it hadn't, it, it, the, the Patriots use the same defense that they're using now for Spygate 1. Yes. So it, it you, you, you almost have to feel for the Patriots because I, I, I just have such a hard, I said almost, <laughs> I have yeah. such a hard time believing that even a team that is so focused on finding any competitive advantage to do some of the things they've done in the past would do this so openly and blatantly. I mean, it's, they, they didn't have somebody in the stands with a video camera, you know, right. hidden under a jacket right. trying to catch it. It was in the press box openly recording. They were credentialed by the, the Browns. The, the Bengals. No. Uh, by the Browns. Right, because they were playing at Cleveland, weren't they? No, no, this is the Cincinnati Bengals. They were recording the Bengals, but they were at Browns. So, oh really? So, so the, Browns the scout team, was in the Brown. Okay, so the Browns team credentialed the, team Browns credentialed the for this the, weekend's right. yes Browns Bengals. And then game. from the press box, they were recording across the field to the <laughs> Bengals bench. Why? It's the Cincinnati Be- Bengals, Steve. All right. They've so the, won ar- the one argument is, game. the argument is B-roll film for their little you know web documentary thing about this advanced scout and the work that these t- people do. Fine. Okay. okay. There, there's a lot of me that really wants to believe them because one, it's the one in what are we? 14, 1 and 13. 1 and 13, Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. So, who needs a competitive advantage against them? It doesn't take much to beat them at the moment. Uh, the Patriots have lost two games in a row. <sighs> to the Bengals? <laughs> so, so that that's number one. Number two is, so Spygate was catching, what, hand signals? Yes. Coming in on, on the offenses and defenses? Right. right. doesn't happen anymore. The defenses have now add, added radio calls to their right. players. So yes. they're not using hand signals to call in the defensive plays anymore. So what are, what is it that you're going to be catching on the sidelines? You never know. There, there might be tells. There might be tells. There, you're right. There might be tells. It's just the, the chance of catching something useful from recording a sideline today is so much less than it was, was when they actually did it. When they did it the first yes. time. So that's now the just, likelihood of any suspensions or any you know fines or anything is probably not going to happen. I get it, and I, I want to believe them that yes, this was all on the up and up, and the crew we just happened to hire did not know the rules, and I get that. 
But it's always the Patriots, Steve. Yes. It's always the Patriots. It's like, I- enough. Enough. It, it It's like a, a player that's very, a dirty player, right? The, the refs are always, if a player comes in with a reputation for being dirty. They're going to look at him a little they're, more. They're looking at him a lot closer than they are everybody else. And and a, a, some sort of a, a play where most of the players wouldn't be called on it, but that player is getting called. Probably that's getting, what we're seeing here with the Patriots. Yeah. Likely, this is just truly an honest mistake by a vendor who didn't know the detailed rules of you can't right. videotape the bench. Okay. Right. But it's the Patriots, and they've got a history of it, so I I, I can't – like if if Goodell comes out in two weeks and says, nope, we, we have evidence and we record, we, we uh, interviewed a few people, and yeah, this is definitely Spygate 2, and they're you know losing three draft picks over two years. and every, It wouldn't surprise me, yep. but I don't think it's going to happen. All right, how upset is Jerry Jones in this recent three-game slide by the Dallas Cowboys? A little upset. He goes on radio and, uh, you know, to credit to Jerry Jones, goes on uh, 105.3 The Fan in Dallas every week. He does this show every week for them. This is Jerry um, Jones' press secretary. No. Yeah, no. It, His he, press secretary? He's the owner. GM. No, this is GM. This is now Jerry Jones' press secretary. No, this is this the, is his third job, right? <laughs> and he he's coming onto this radio as the GM. I know. So I, that's I'm what, having fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, but that's what everybody should know is they're like, what the hell is the owner of a football team? Once again, he's the general manager. He's coming onto the show as the. A GM. lot of teams do this. A lot, a lot of teams, of teams have, their GM have their GMs, or coach, or somebody else. Yeah, the yeah. Patriots have Tom Brady of all people, right. do a weekly show with WEII, the whatever station it is in Boston. But every team does this, right? So Jerry Jones does it for the Dallas Cowboys. He goes on the Surrey show. And uh, radio host asked the question, and Jerry Jones kind of didn't like it too much. So let's, let's have a listen because it's funny. Questions. You know the Tolos and the Cowboys fans want answers today. What answer do you have for how this team is playing right now? We're not playing very well. Are you embarrassed? Are you embarrassed as an organization about how the team is hey, playing? Get your damn act together yourself. Okay? Now, I'm, 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 we're going to have a good visit this morning, but uh, settle down just a little bit. I, I mean, I, 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 as a Cowboys a lot, fan, we've Jerry. Got a, a lot to go over, and I'm going with your question, but. Uh, uh, I'm going to uh, give you the answers I want to give you this morning, and uh, I don't like your attitude to come in. I've been traveling all night, and I'm not, I don't have the patience to jack with you today. I, I understand that. Steve, I don't have the patience to jack with you today. Ooh. Okay? Please I, watch your language. <laughs> Anyways, so here's the deal. Apparently, right before this, he had kind of said damn again you know, earlier, and so the radio station employs this system that watches a, for, an automated system. Yes, an yeah. automated system that that, that uh, you know watches for potty mouth, and if it happens repeatedly, they cut the line. Doesn't matter if you're Jerry Jones or the President of the United States or wh- whoever it is, you or, use or potty, you and me. No, you <laughs> and I. You use potty mouth on the show. They're going to cut you off. Um. So the so <laughs> the the radio host wasn't able to finish his question. He was you know trying to follow up. That hey, you know the Cowboys have lost three in a row. What's going on? Um. They did call him back and get him back on, and he was a little bit more calm. But this is the problem, Jerry. This is the problem with you being the general manager. You shouldn't be out there getting, you know, little attitude from the host saying, you embarrassed? 
I mean, of course he's embarrassed, but this is the problem. He is the end-all, be-all, right? I think even Troy Aikman said they asked him if he would be interested if the Cowboys, if Jerry Jones offered him, you know, a, a player personnel job in the front office, and he's like, no, because first of all, I don't think Jerry Jones is ever going to give that up. He likes being the one calling all the shots. But that's not good. You, you, when I'm a GM, if I, I were a GM of, let's pick any team. Let's say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Tampa Bay, if you're listening, give a brother a call. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right, and I'm the GM. My job, 24-7, 365, without interruption, is being the general manager for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and putting the best product I can on the football field. And I have nothing else going. I'm not trying to run a business. I'm not trying to run a charitable foundation. I'm not trying to be the president of an enterprise outside of the organization. I am all about football, 24-7, 365, focused solely on the product I put on the football field. And as great as an owner, Jerry Jones, I've said on this show before, a, a great owner who invests money in his club, builds a beautiful cathedral of a stadium, puts that football team first, he still has his hat on as a general manager that he has to take off to handle the finances, to handle his business, to handle the charitable foundations, to handle everything else. He does not handle Dallas Cowboys football operations 365, 24-7. And that is the problem. And someone smarter than me probably has to explain that to him. Because if, if you really want to put together an organization or, I should say, team, coaches on a football field that is going to strive to compete the ultimate goal, which is everybody wants to win a Super Bowl, you have to remove yourself from where you are because it's been two decades. Going on three, I think, what, 24 years since the Dallas Cowboys have won the Super Bowl? Steve, name one general manager anywhere in the history of sports that has gone that long without producing a championship and, and still has a job. job. Right. If you can find someone other than Jerry Jones, please let me know. I don't believe there is in any sport. Well, I'm not even going to try looking for that because I, I doubt it. Because it's not well, going to happen. And Jones, I mean, in addition to his his oil and natural gas venture that made him his money that allowed him to, to right. buy the Cowboys. I mean, he's he owns, or he is a partner in Legends Hospitality, which, which is, is food and beverage for the for, stadiums. For stadiums. Yeah. Not just his, but others. For a number of the NFL stadiums, including the, the new Rams Cathedral out here. Yeah. So it, he's and got, not that he's, he's working his, every day on that, but he has his hand in it. No, but it, it it's, I mean, you're going to get pulled into a meeting. Hey, we've got to talk to you about this. Right. We've got this business pitch to the Yankees or to Manchester United or whoever it happens to be that we want to handle their food and beverage. And he's he's pulled out of that Cowboys GM, GM role, role to run the rest of his empire. And I mean, it, compared to some other billionaires, it's not a massive sprawling empire. I mean, we're not talking about the guys from Succession here or anything, <laughs> but yeah. 
it's but it's enough. big. It's it's, it's yeah. Big. There's there's a lot there. Yeah, and, and Legends is just what we know of. There's a bunch of other little stuff that he's got running around that he's got his hands in. Right. So, it, I I know the man is smart and he's a brilliant businessman, but I think he is at some point going to have to give up some control and bring in somebody to GM his team. All right, enough about that. I'm not going to get in too much on the Goodell uh, and and Humnumba and Colin Kaepernick, but I do want to say this. Goodell went on to say that, you know, he feels that Colin Kaepernick chose not to take an incredible opportunity. At the end of the day, that's the gist of what he said. Why are you still even talking about it? Yeah. I mean, you believed it was an incredible opportunity. I don't think there were a whole lot of other people, especially in Collins' camp, that thought that was an incredible opportunity. You and I think it's an incredible opportunity because there's not a whole bunch of other guys that are getting personal private workouts set up by the commissioner of the league. Right. I, I can see how he is saying it is a incredible opportunity. Right. But move on. Yeah, I, I think it's I, done. I think he's done. We shouldn't even be talking about it. Just like we shouldn't even be talking about Spygate 2, Steve. And with that, we're going to move on to give you our Week 15 picks. Can you believe it's Week 15? First I, of all, I, can't. I, I cannot believe that there's only three weeks left in the season. I cannot believe that Christmas is right around the corner. And I cannot believe that one week from today, you and I and our children will be at Star Wars, The Rise from, of Skywalker. A week from today? A week from tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay, good. A Ooh. week and one day. We were going to run into problems. If it was yeah, you were like, today. wait a minute. It's not with, <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sorry. The, the 19th. The 19th, the 19th yes. of December. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. We will be there. Uh, my buddy Matt and his wife will be there as well. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. I cannot wait. I've, I have stayed away because there are spoilers out there. There's people talking about I have stayed away from all of it. I don't want to know. Did you anything. know that they? Use I don't these want things. to know anything. Their their swords made of light. <laughs> yeah, yes, the lightsaber. They, they might call I them, I think, sabers instead of swords. But people but are still. talking about the plot and what's going to happen and who's going to die and all. There I are the robots that are in the I, whole thing. It's. I mean, it's. I don't. I think it's in space. Want to know anything, other than I know that for the very last time, I will read a crawl. In the voice oh. of James Earl Jones. You know, I do that for my daughter. Okay, remember? yes. I won't do it live in the movie theater. I'm going to be doing I, it in I, my I head. I appreciate that, yeah. yes. Because uh, she's like, oh, my God, what the hell did I get myself into? I, I seem to do mine in a very, very poor really? British aristocrat voice. <laughs> I don't know why. but Really? We, when you're the, doing the kids, this? We've, we've now done. No, we're not doing it live on the air either. <laughs> no, no, come on. No, I'm not wrong. doing it live on the air. We're moving on. Oh my God! Hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, no, come on, come on. <laughs> hold on. Here is the the crawl for <laughs> for for uh, which one is this one? No, I don't want to see that one. I don't want to see the rise. See? I don't want to oh, see this crawl. Spoiler! Oh my spoiler. God! Oh my God! I don't want to see the crawl. Okay, a crawl of a new hope. Ready? And usually it goes a little something like this: Episode four, a new hope. It is a period of civil war. Rebel spaceships striking from hidden base have won their first victory against the evil galactic empire. And I go on and on. So now it's you. Now do the uh, do the do the British uh, aristocrat. Yes, come on. Come on here. 
You can do it. I got it coming up on my screen. Hold on. All right. Yeah. Here's. I'm not going to read it off of yours. Come on. I'm watching the video of it, so I've got to wait for the a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and then the Star Wars and fade out. Let's see how. Okay. See now I've got James Earl Jones in my head, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Come on, aristocrat. Episode four, a new hope. It is a period of the civil. It is a period of civil war. Rebel spaceships strike. See, yeah, it's just. Yeah. Oh my god! It's like a. It's like a. Like someone took someone out of freaking uh, the Holy Grail and 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 smacked him over the head and said, "Read this crawl." Yeah, yeah that's about right. Yes. <laughs> there we go. It, it is. More, it has fangs. It is more of a Monty Python <laughs> voice than a British aristocrat. Yes. <laughs> All right, I'm having way too much fun. It's the holy hand grenade. <laughs> I swear we're gonna get Rebel to the picks eventually. <laughs> hiding from, striking from a hidden base, and then and they had fangs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, too much fun. This is what happens when we don't do a show in two weeks. All right, so I do have to mention Mandalorian. We have not we we've seen oh the helmet. My God. We've seen the helmet removed. We haven't but seen you've the not head. Seen though, him. So no. Does that count as the helmet was removed? No, because theoretically they can remove their helmet to you know they had to eat and sleep eat and, and everything sleep else. They can't and do wash it in public. and stuff. Right. They cannot let someone else see them without the helmet. Right. So we have not seen him take it off or have it removed I in think anger. Possibly. Final episode of this season? If it's going to come at this point, it's going to be final gonna, episode. Yeah, yeah, episode. All right. <laughs> Rebel spaceships. Now we're going to live that down. <laughs> All right. Week 15. Here we go. We'll start with El Juego Gigante Estupendo de la Semana. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills traveling to Pittsburgh to face the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steve. I am not sure I want to watch any other game. Okay, I want to watch Rams-Cowboys. I want to watch that one because it's pretty important for us. But Bill Steelers, game of the week. I hope Greg, wherever he is in this craziness, loves that it is El Juego Gigante Estupendo de la Semana. Steve, who do you got? I, I'm thinking the Bills are going to pull this one out. What about the Duck! Duck! No. no. Steelers. Duck. You know what? I, I feel really bad because we should have in our sound card duck calls. Just why would we game. have duck calls in? The That's game? why they call him Duck because I, yeah, he's a. I, I understand, but why? Okay, you said for this game. Yes. I'm trying to think. Why would we have previously put duck calls into the board? Right. It's not something that we use in the regular. No, we don't. We don't. I should like my ringtone on my phone is duck calls. If I had a producer, I would be looking at him right now and be like, why don't I have get, duck calls? Get me a duck call. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But, you know, we, here we we've are. Been, we've been looking for that, that intern producer <laughs> that's willing to work for nothing. and Let's post it. S- scattered hours that we can't define. Yep. Yeah, I know. It's It's been crazy. I've got the Buffalo Bills, too. Look, I I want to take the Pittsburgh Steelers simply because they're at home. But if it's between, you know, the, the Bills defense who is playing really good football and and the duck caller, dude, I don't even know his name. Well, Hodges? Scrooby Scratches? Hodges? Because I don't either. Ha- yeah. Hodges. Del- Delvin Hodges. Delvin Hodges. There it is. I had the Hodges part, right? You did. Um, we don't know names for Bumblebee Tuna. This is a third-string quarterback, Steve. 
and the rules here at NFL Rants and Raves is you're a third quarterback. Look it up. Yep. We just call you Bumblebee Tuna and we live with it. All right. So, but we we learned duck, duck call Hodges. Um, I'm not sure he's going to have enough to go against this defense because this defense has made some really really legit quarterbacks look pretty bad. I they, say they Buffalo, held they held the Ravens to what 24. Yep. I mean that was they lost the game, but by but barely right. They wound up only losing 24 17 by a touchdown. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah and, and I mean the Steelers are seven of eight. Yeah. Look, they Mike Tomlin the last eight. deserves, but, but their last three wins are Bengals, Browns, Cardinals. I mean, they're not winning against none of those three teams. With I guess the Browns still technically, or yeah, the Browns technically are still in the playoff hunt. Right, but, but everybody else is done. But still, this is a dude, and I'm talking about Mike Tomlin here, who lost the starting quarterback at the beginning of week two. Injuries at the running back position. I don't even know who they're throwing out there at running back. Some dude named Schnell or Schmel or something. I, I think I know where you're going. I, I'm not trying to take away that the Steelers have played remarkable for all the challenges they've faced. Yeah, I mean, above I'm and just beyond. Saying, let's not give them credit that they've been out beating the the Ravens, the the 49ers, the Patriots. Right. No, no, no one's right? saying that. So, so they, they've got but, Bengals, they've got Chargers, Dolphins. I mean, their their best win all season right now is is against the Rams when the Rams were in their funk. But, but what are they right now? They're seven and six, right? Or seven? Uh, and they're eight and five. Oh, eight and five, even better. How is a team like that, with all of the injuries that they have faced and an uphill battle, an uphill climb, basically all season, gone to eight wins, where a team like I'll throw Dallas Cowboys under the bus, relatively healthy, had everybody out there, got all the superstars that you could name, although Amari Cooper is really suspect with what kind of injury he's dealing with. But still, not too terrible of an injury, uh, injuries hitting them, and they can only muster six wins. Where do you look at it? And, and I think this is case in point, what we were talking about earlier. you got to look at the coaching, right? you got to look at Mike Tomlin versus Jason Garrett. There's definitely something in the water at, at in, in Pittsburgh, right? right. So because you're the, you're you're saying yeah they're beating all the poor teams, but the Cowboys weren't even beating the poor teams. They lost to the Jets. Right. No, they I, lost. The, they lost some games that shouldn't be. Again, I'm not trying to take anything away from the Steelers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just they're they're coming up against a Bills team that is competing and even beating some good teams. teams. Yeah, I get whereas, it. Whereas the Steelers have. Uh, again, they they beat the Rams, but they've I mean their first three losses of the seasons: Patriots, Seahawks, 49ers. Two weeks later, to the Ravens. So I mean they've lost. Their their the big four of their five losses are to one and two seeds in AFC and NFC. Right. All right. I mean I I'm just saying let's not just throw the Pittsburgh Steelers under oh, the bus. By no know, means. Like, but I think the Buffalo Bills. I, I I agree with you completely. I just I think the Bills have that much more. I think they're going to come in. They've got some. They've got something special going on in Buffalo this year. I think they come into Pittsburgh and win this game. So the Buffalo Bills, and I'm going to throw. I'm going to put you on the spot here. You have their. their ha- you have their record for the Buffalo Bills. I have their record. I don't have what. What is their record? Uh, they're nine and four. They're nine and four. That's just one game back of the New England Patriots, right? It is, and okay. they play the Patriots. At, and that's where I was going. Yep. They play the Patriots 
So the Bills are not out of they the number the two seed. Can they win the division? Yeah. Oh man, I would pay. I, I mean it. So they the, play the Patriots. Is, so the not Patriots this week. have Bengals, Bills, Dolphins to finish the season. Yep. So not this week, but next week, Buffalo travels to New England on a Saturday, no less. They're playing Saturday. Ah, because college is done, so we're playing yes. Saturday games. So we're playing next week. We start a, a Saturday triple header where we got an early game. Uh, we have the middle game is going to be Buffalo, New England, and then we have the late game, Rams 49ers Ooh. on Saturday. So Saturday is going to be awesome next week. Um have to talk to the wife about maybe canceling some plans that you have. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking over the calendar for the exact <laughs> same reason Saturday right now. Right now. Uh, but here's the thing. God, I would – you know what, Greg, if you're listening, I would pay you money if the Buffalo Bills beat New England that game and somehow win the division. Because I would love to see someone other – anybody, anybody other than the New England Patriots sitting atop the AFC East at the end of the season. Anybody, anybody else? Can it happen? You know I what? Don't know. You know the what Patriots. Cool? So the Chiefs just beat them, right? So the Chiefs went out, and the Bills beat New England, and they have the same record. That means the Patriots don't even get a one or a two seed. They would have to play wild card weekend. I would pay money to see that, Steve. Look at me. I am all about paying money right now. I would pay the money because you would have uh the Ravens, yeah, Ravens won, have one, right? And if the Chiefs and the Patriots tie with the same record, well, it would all depend how Buffalo finished the season, whether they won the division or not, because it would be the division winner who would be two. But if the Pates win the division and the Chiefs win the division with the identical records, the Chiefs would be above them because of the head-to-head win. Right. Oh, so the man, Chiefs, see, the Chiefs I'm just finish the up season. Scenarios. The Chiefs cooking finish up. the season off. Uh, hosting the Broncos at the Bears, hosting the Chargers. Win out the, win out the year, Steve. So they, they can win out. The Patriots, unfortunately, could win out too. They've got. But we're, at, we're banking on the Bills at right the Bengals, now. Then they host the Bills and the Dolphins and the season. So the, the, the thing there is with the. Come on. Bengals so, yeah. and Dolphins. Literally, let's just give the Patriots all the freaking gifts at the end of the season and let them play all the well, weakest let, teams. Let's not discount this whole Dolphins Patriots. Yeah, the yeah. Dolphins, hombre. Is it at home or is it in Miami? It's it's in New England, oh, but it's week 17. Me. Belichick plays all his people. He doesn't give nobody no week off. You don't get a week off if you play for Belichick. Unless you, you go, get the unless you get the bye. You go, oh, that's you. Okay, Buffalo Bills, I'm rooting for you not only this week but next week too. I'm going to be the we're, biggest. We're rooting for the Bills I'm to win out. Biggest they got Bills at man. Steelers, at Patriots, and then host the Jets to finish Ooh, the season. Man, so that's going to be some good stuff. If they can get through this one and then happen to squeak out that win at Patriots, they got the Jets in Buffalo to finish the season. So, Just since I'm paying money right now, I would pay anybody to show me a Super Bowl that does not have the New England Patriots in it. Oh, I think that's pretty easy. I don't know the Patriots make it to the Super Bowl. This I time. hope not. But you know. anyway, we're getting Katie, ahead of ourselves. Katie, Katie, and Nacho are throwing stuff at the radio right now. However, they're listening to the show. We're gonna move on to games of the week, and we start in Lambo as the Green Bay Packers host the dreaded Chicago Bears. I do not like this game right now. The Bears. 
the Bears are what three three wins in a row. Yes. Yeah, Trubisky like actually looks like he could be a starting quarterback the, in the, the NFL. The Packers are four and a half point favorites, man. But they opened up seven point favorites, and they're at home. And there, where did they open up seven point favorites? I've got them open up seven point favorites in Vegas and sliding to four and a half in the last couple of days. My trusty people at covers.com said they opened at five and a half. And they're now down to four and a half. But I, I, I like your lack of moving a lot more than my <laughs> than major kid. movement. That, that's a big move. It is. So, so my concern is the. I, I've got the Packers winning here. Yep. I feel very, very strongly that the Packers are going to win the game. But the Packers it, are six and one at home, and the Bears are four and three. But this row. is a rivalry game. The Bears are hot. The Packers haven't looked fabulous. They've but they're looked, winning. They're, they're winning. Yeah, but not as commanding as you'd ah, hope. So a, a, a W isn't a W all the time. No, now, a, w is a, a W is a W. Okay. You're just looking for was the W good enough to? win next week against the Bears. Yes, it's the Bears. I, I tell you what, Trubisky, I guess they've kind of like taken the, the trading wheels off and they said, hey, you can run a little bit more. But I think the Packers' defense can contain that run. I hope so, yeah. I mean, let's let's be clear. Their three wins are, are Giants, Lions, and I'm sorry, the Cowboys. They don't have a winning record. Right. So you could say right now against those three teams, they beat three teams that don't have a winning record. Yeah, they've won, they've won four of their last five. They've beaten – Lions, Giants, Lions, and Cowboys. They've got a loss in there to the Rams. I don't so think their, their wins aren't necessarily quality wins at the moment. But I and, got Green Bay. You got Green Bay. And unless and the, I'm crazy. And the Bears have a really bad schedule finishing off the season. They're going at Packers, then they host the Chiefs, and then at Minnesota to close off the oh, season. God. So the Bears could easily lose out the rest of the game, yeah. the rest of the season. Th this is likely their lowest point spread remaining. Uh, Lady has the Packers as well. You guys are going across the board there. So we'll move on. All taking the Packers, the Tennessee Titans, in a battle for first place of the AFC South against the Houston Texans. <laughs> Houston took a beating last week. I mean, I did not see that coming. No. I won my lock, which was the over in that game. But I thought it was because Houston was going to be scoring the 30 points, not Denver. Yeah, I Denver's been that challenging team all season like the like the Falcons where they're hot and cold, mostly cold, but mm -hmm. hot and cold. But come on, that's not I'm banking on them being cold this week. They got <laughs> they got Kansas City. Yes. Yeah. I don't think that they will go into Arrowhead and do to the Chiefs what they just did to the Texans. Because, man, they – i that was one of the games that I had. I only had four games up. I, I took it easy. I didn't bring a, a, light, a light week. Yeah, it was a light week. I didn't bring all the TVs out. And that was one of the games that was up, and mostly because it was my, my lock of the week. But Houston just looked bad. If Houston yeah. comes into Tennessee, and, and that's the other thing, they didn't do them no favors. You got to go for mile high, and now you got to go to Tennessee – that's that's not easy to do, and the Tennessee Titans are playing really good football. I don't want to believe it because I'm still not sold on Ryan Tannehill. I was never sold with him as a Dolphins, but he has done something to that offense. Derrick Henry is running lights out uh, at, at the running back position for Tennessee. I didn't see this coming. 
they've, I, they've won six of seven. Wow. The Titans have won six of seven. Only lost to the Panthers. In that and window. that was kind of like an anomaly of some kind. And, I mean, they're not uh, – let's see. They beat they beat the Chiefs. And then the last two weeks they went into Indianapolis and into Oakland and won games. Right. You know, uh, mixed. I mean, those aren't yeah, horrible great. teams, but they're not great. Yeah. Um, so they've been winning some good quality wins here. To but they've won four in a row. They have a point differential of plus 63. So the defense is playing pretty good, and they're putting up points. And that, and that's a that, there's not very many, not very many other teams in the AFC outside of the New. Oh God, I don't even want to tell you this number. Do you want to know the point differential for the New England Patriots? It's no, but you're going to tell us anyway. Plus one seventy. They have outscored their opponents three hundred and thirty-eight to one sixty-eight. But then, of course, they get to play the Dolphins and the Jets twice, and uh, you know the Cincinnati Bengals. And I mean, right? Yeah, I won't even continue to go down that road. But they do have two losers losses in a row. Two losses in a row. That's the, we like that. That's, that's kind of a grip here. I should. You're, you're getting very quiet and introspective with talking about the two losses in a row again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, I did get quiet. So uh, I got Tennessee. I I was I was more than shocked with what I saw out of, out of the Houston Texans last week. And we've talked about it for a couple of weeks now. It, it it's not surprising that their defense is giving up points. Struggling. They they've got some injuries that they're struggling with. Right. But the fact that the offense just disappeared. Was flat. Yeah. So I think going into Tennessee, I've I've got the Titans. Lady Edith has the Titans. I think we we all agree that they're they're a little hotter at the moment than the Texans yeah. are. Well, yeah. Currently, the Texans are still holding the division lead. They've got the same record. Um, but the two of them will play it out because in the last three weeks, they play each other this week and in week 17. You know, uh, the Titans with their four-game win streak, that is the second longest win streak currently in existence. You know that's number one? No. The Baltimore Ravens. They've won nine in a row. Ooh. So it's nine in a row for the Baltimore Ravens. And then four in a row for Tennessee. That's that's pretty good. Um, we will move on as we all have the Titans. And we'll head to Dallas where the Los Angeles Rams come in to face the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going down with the ship, Steve. I'm oh. going down with the ship. I'm going down swinging and fighting. And I, I think if, if the Dallas Cowboys are going to make any kind of attempt at winning the division and going into the playoffs with some momentum, this is where you got to stick it to the Rams. You got to step up. Hopefully, they get LVE back on defense because I think that's what's been the biggest problem on the defensive side of the ball. You don't have your head signal caller on defense in the middle blocking the field. Sean Lee, I'm sorry, as great as you have been in the past, you just haven't lost a step. You've lost about three or four of them. Is not the same guy there in the middle of the football field on defense. So hopefully LBE's back. He's no longer on the injury report. He's a full participant in practice. I think the defense gets better, and I think that, in essence, makes the offense get better. I like the Dallas Cowboys in this one. I'm Cow going down with the ship, Steve. Cowboys have to get this win. They have to, and that is a week, have week to. 16 there at Philadelphia. Have to get that win. That's going to determine the, the – 
Right, but they the problem is they have to keep pace with the Eagles. So right now they they both have a six and seven record. Yes, but the Eagles got outside of the Cowboys, they got easy road. Right. So the Eagles, Redskins the Eagles, week. Reds. Yeah, the other two games, Redskins this week, Giants in week and seventeen. Giants so. Now the Giants, I'm, the Giants actually had them. They went to overtime on Monday night. The Giants, I'm so mad at them. I think they did it <laughs> just to spite the Cowboys. I seriously think that's what happened. That final game is in New York and not in Philly. So, uh, we won't get into that conspiracy theory. I, <laughs> the Giants fans hate Cowboys fans more than Eagles fans? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Every team in the East hates the Dallas Cowboys more than any other team in the East. It's we New are York, It's New York, the, Philly. We Come are on. the main rival to all three of those teams. All right. They don't not – now, don't get me wrong. They don't like each other, but they don't like each other like – they don't like the Dallas Cowboys. Like they at, at the coin flip at the beginning of the game, they kind of <laughs> all lean in and said, hey, let's mess with the Cowboys and make this game close. <laughs> yeah, this thing Take close. it to like double overtime or something. Oh, right? God, it was Let's awful. tie just to mess with the Cowboys. <laughs> I would have preferred a tie in that I know, game. I I actually, a tie would have been great. Oh, God. And anyways. So the, the Rams are showing a bit of a resurgence. Of the Signs last, of Yes. They, yes. They, I, I mentioned earlier that they, they had this stretch through the middle of the season here where they did not perform exceptionally well. I mean, they, they, they let's see, they won their first three games um, mostly handily. I mean, they, they started to fall off in week three. Then they lost three in a row. Um, or they, let's count it. Let's go three, four, five. They went five and three through the middle of the season, and even their three wins um, – they beat up on the Falcons, the Bengals, and the Bears. Other than that, they lost to the Bucks, Seahawks, and 49ers, I guess, are understandable. If the Cowboys want to show and say that they're for real, they got to win this one more game. Yeah. It's sad. I mean, look, they can't lose. But both teams need to show – both teams need this win. Right. right? The, the Rams, they're, they're not winning the division. So their only hope is to really knock off the Vikings for the sixth seed. Right, that's all. That's right because they they three weeks left. Theoretically, they can cap. They can catch the Seahawks, but they can't catch the Forty ers No. So, their their only hope is to really knock off the Vikings, who are a game ahead of them right now. Yeah. So, but but they finish off the Rams. Finish off at Cowboys at Forty ers and then host the Cardinals. These next two weeks are going to be a very challenging game for the Rams. Yes. If they have any life in them, they've got to come in to. Dallas and win and they've done that before um but I think that the Cowboys will find a way to, to stop Gurley and force golf to beat him and that could spell trouble for the Rams golf golf has he is he's not, had some he's had some struggles I don't know if it's the the, the big fat, fat bank account weighing him down I don't know what it is but he's not been the same recently and and even in some of his wins um he struggled, and in that game that I saw live against Baltimore, man, it was just yeah. bad. So, I don't know. Maybe the Dallas Cowboys find a way to step it up, but the only thing and the only thing that is saving the Dallas Cowboys right now is they have a perfect 4-0 record within the division. That's it. Um, they finished the season at Philly and against the Washington Redskins. They take care of those two games. This game may not be important because if they win the next two, they win the division. Right. But I think that they're going to want to show, hey, we, we could take care of business. 
So let's see. I'm and as I said, I'm going down. I'm like Jerry Jones at that reporter at that news. I'm going down with the ship. I don't, I'm not want to jack with you, Steve. Don't. Oh, I'm not going to jack with you. Please watch the language. All right, I'm sorry. Let's go. So Lady Death and I are both on the ramp. Oh this my game. God, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I don't want you guys going down the ship with me. We all can't go down on the ship. No, no. Down with the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Los Angeles, where the Los Angeles Chargers host the Minnesota Vikings. Yes, we're, we're applauding the Los Angeles Chargers. Hey, I, I got it right. I got it right. I tell you, it's, it's just, I just got to say, it like, every day as I'm driving to work in the morning, I'm like, Los Angeles Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers. It's, it's just, it's, and then you're going to start thinking about work, it's and, then, my, and then somebody's <laughs> going to cut you off, and you're going to say, those Darn San, San Diego, Diego Chargers. Chargers, and then it's all—it's just—it's yeah. muscle memory, right? It's yeah. just so it's just vocal memory. I just got to say, Los Angeles Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers, and they're hosting the Minnesota Vikings. But you know what? As good as as, as good, Ooh, there we go. As good we as almost Los, lost it right there. As good as Los Angeles was last week, it was only the Jaguars. Here come the Minnesota Vikings. They got—they're playing for playoff life. Look, the Chargers. They're pretty much out of it, right, Dave? They haven't really been eliminated from playoff contention, but come on, they're five and eight. They've been eliminated from playoff contention. They, they're mathematically alive. They, well, barely. I mean, all right. I mean, heck, the are the are the. I mean, the 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 New York Jets at five and eight. They're mathematically alive, right? But are they really? I don't know that they are. Because we get oh. into tiebreakers. Uh, that's true. I don't know who's so, actually. So NFL.com yes. has both the the Chargers and the Jets eliminated. So they're eliminated. Okay. NFL.com says they're eliminated. They're eliminated. It's, it's over. There is, no, there is no getting in if NFL.com yeah, so the, is saying. So ESPN has Chargers at the 12 seed. They are, be, they are above the Jets because they win the tiebreaker based on best percentage in right. conference games. But neither of them have a yes. mathematical possibility of making The five players. and eight team that I'm thinking of is the Denver Broncos. Correct. They the Broncos are not out of it yet. Not out of it yet, but five and eight. Come on. So the Chargers aren't really. They're, they're playing for pride. Pride. That's about it. To see whether they're going to keep Phillip Rivers around next year or not. I think I think it's decision time, right? We're going we're gonna to bring back Phillip. Is, is Rivers, is he going to retire? No, 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 he's not retired, but the Chargers need to make a decision on whether they're going to bring back Phillip or not. Right? Where would he go? All right. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get up on out of here, Steve. He didn't move to L.A. What? Well, I guess he would have to go home then. He would go home. Well, I that, don't... That's the thing is that, is that I mean, I, I, it's a serious question about whether or not Rivers would actually take a, a, a job with another team. I don't – I'm not when, – when the, when the Chargers moved to L.A., he did not move his household to L.A. Well, no. Why would you do that? Why would you drive it on the five every day to where their practice facility is? It's, it's not that bad. Well, at at the hours he's driving, yeah, not it's, terrible. It's not that bad. But that's not an easy drive. No, we're not I, talking. He's he's twenty minutes down the road. I mean, this is an hour and a half to do two hour drive for him. Yeah, every day. He loves his job, though. You know? That that's fine. He's gonna go play. He's not. 
you know, but he's willing to to buy a conversion van and pay a driver <laughs> so that he can look at tape while he's on the highway. Yeah. So, I mean, he's working on it, but he didn't he he didn't move his household to L.A. to be closer to the stadium. Right. Most of the other team members did. I, I don't know where you're going with this. So so take so me what if if he if he signs with I don't know the Buccaneers is he going to move to Florida? I don't think so. Like, he, I they, think they have, I they think have like his nine kids or yeah. something down his, there in San Diego, kids, right? Yes. So, his so, home is his home, right. I think. That that home is staying. If he if he takes a team, he is leaving his family for ten months of the season of the year. Yes, probably well, to to be close seven to seven months, eight months. Fine. Yeah, but months. he'll met. He'll, yeah, he'll yeah, visit on you know the random Mondays and Tuesdays. He might be able to sneak home on the way back from right. Oakland or something like that. But he's. Know. Sorry, Vegas. It'll be Vegas next year. That's right. That's right. But oh my God, how long is it going to take? Yeah, to say exactly. That? <laughs> <laughs> Two years in the Las Vegas still. Raiders, and we're like, no, Oakland, Oakland. Yeah. Las I, Vegas. I just, I don't, I think it's a serious question. I think that if if the if the Chargers don't bring him back, I don't know where else he would go. He may just decide, I'm done I'm and done. stay at home with his family. And he might be done. He might be done if the Chargers decide next year they want to go in a different direction. He might very well be done. I don't there, see him. There are going any somewhere. number of other teams that'll bring him in and pay him a salary. I don't know. I mean, I, we're not going to go through thirty-one other teams to figure out who needs a quarterback, who doesn't <laughs> right now. But if, I'm looking if, at all of them. If a oh quarter, if a team needs a quarterback, somebody would pay Philip Rivers good money to come in and be their quarterback. So yeah. it's not going to be. He he will have options to play if he wants to play. Okay. Right. I just don't know that he's going to want to play and leave San Diego. Do they beat the Minnesota Vikings this week? No. Okay, there you go. We all got the Minnesota Vikings, including <laughs> Lady Edith. Small side track. to there. say, yeah, we, we, what is what is Philip doing next year? Let's play the game. Because uh, with the team eliminated from the playoffs, <laughs> that's the 10-minute sidetrack we took. And then there was this starship, and it came out, and it's... it's <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you got me you got to lay off it, or I'm going to start. Well, I'm going to give you spoilers. No, like I'm, on, I'm actually going to look up no, spoilers no, to the movie on. and start Here's giving you spoilers. Deal. So I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to hear like one of the sophisticated dudes from Downton Abbey, which Trisha made me go watch that movie, right? Because she she loves it, and it's uh, it's one of our properties, the Focus Features film. So yeah, you know, I was able to. We we went and we got it. And we saw it, and uh, and uh, you know, and everybody has you know the British and the proper and the oh my god, oh dear, Charlie, you know, yes. and that's what I was expecting that we were going to go, and then all of a sudden you gave me Monty Python. Yeah. Holy Grail! I'm like, it has spines. <laughs> I need to find a way to embarrass my daughters. <laughs> is that what it is? Because they did not find this funny. They rolled their eyes at me. Really? So, oh yeah. They, like it's funny because Emma, um, uh, Elena. Now she's 18. She's you know older now. I cannot believe that I just said my daughter's 18. She's 18. She just turned 18. She will go along with you know what I do. But Emma, she's like, like the crawl starts. She's like, Dad, Dad, do it. <laughs> so I gotta read it, right? It's like, <clears throat> but this will be the last. There will, n- I don't believe, anyways. At least I, because everybody said, "Come on, Disney's gonna continue to make hundreds of these movies." But like Solo and Rogue One, there was no crawl, right? There were just Star Wars movies that were associated with Star Wars, but there was no crawl. And this is the final movie associated with the Skywalker saga where there has been a crawl. And I'm expecting this to be the last one. This will be the last crawl I ever read. Th- in this the voice is, you of you believe soldier. strongly this is going to be the last crawl that is has John Williams music. Maybe yes. not. But 
yes. th- this John Williams music yes, behind the, it. For the, yes, yes. Okay. Yes, I, I do. I, I'm I sh- willing to take that bet. Really? I believe <clears throat> that they will that they will end the Star Wars saga. saga yes. But that they will then start a new, Star Wars a new main Star Wars story, I don't know if, if I, you will. I don't know if I'll buy into that. So that will have theoretically the, for me, this will be the last it'll one. It'll have the Star Wars. It'll have the crawl. It'll have the, the music. Well, they continued all these all these side projects, right? But I mean, they've hit the, a hard reset on on all the side. Uh, well, let's yeah. It's for another, it's for another show, Steve. Yes. It's for another show. Um, here we thought we would get a quick show in here. <laughs> well, we got ten minutes according to the, to the yeah. timer. According yeah, to our did. timer, we're still doing okay, but we're well, we're still at games of the week. So let's get to it. The Indianapolis Colts travel to New Orleans to face the Saints. <laughs> What happened to the Colts, man? They they were like, Jacoby Brissett, we, we're going to be all right, man. Oh, ooh, ooh. And, the and then they one. didn't. Yeah. Uh, and then you lose to the Bucks, man. Lost to the Bucks. They did. And they've, they've lost five out of six now? Uh, yeah. I believe our storybook Colts season, season is, has been done. Because they're theoretically still in the hunt. At six and seven, they're in the hunt. Now they have to win out and have a whole lot of other stuff happen. Yeah, but they yeah, are they're, they're they're a solid two games behind the Steelers and the Titans. So that's with what I'm three saying. to go. They they would have to they would have to win out and Texans. But well, the Texans and the Titans I think are fighting for that final uh, fourth seed as division winner. Well, theoretically, both the Texans and Titans can make it because that's true. The, the Texans, Steelers, and Titans all have eight and five records. Yes. So, theoretically, if Texans and Titans, I don't know how they each win out, but they they go one and one, or they each win one against each other, and then win the win the week sixteen each. So finish two and one, and the Steelers somehow lose all three to the Bills, Jets, and Ravens. It's plausible that yeah, they both how, make it. I, I don't understand. The, I mean, Houston and Tennessee will play each other twice in the la, in the, these last three weeks. I'm not entirely sure how I feel about it. I don't like it. This is the second year in a row now that the NFL has done this. I kind of like it. I don't. It, I want my I want my division games spread out. I want that. There, there's plenty of other teams that I get to play. Where you could not have make me play someone in my division, you know, this close together. There's just there's got to be a way. Oh, there's definitely a way. I just I'm, I'm trying to think back. What two three seasons ago, the Packers finished Week 17 up against the Bears and then right. played them in the first week of the wild card. Yeah. But that's crazy. You you get into the playoffs. That's I I think by week seventeen it was already decided. Like I don't think the Packers had a chance to take to, the division. Yeah, they were it was definitely division winner and wild card. Um, there might have been a play in there that if the Packers won, they would get the five seed versus and the six seed, play, and they yeah. wouldn't have to play the Bears. But uh, yeah. So I don't know. I I, I just think it's I kinda, it's regular I season like, especially game. when you've got two teams that are close. It, it's exciting to have at the end of the season that they're going to be, be playing each other twice. And and to, it's to just, have, it's great that it just so happens to be this year Tennessee. But let's say that you know it was flipped and it was Jacksonville and and Indy that were at the top of this division. These this last two weeks, these last three weeks for these two teams would have been right. awful, right? It'd be like, oh man, we just saw these guys last week. 
I'll do play them again. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just crazy. I'm sure the NFL schedule makers knew that these teams were going to be fighting for them. Well, probably. I mean, I don't know. We, early on in in the career of NFL Rants and Raves, we had uh, Mike Norfon, who is the director who handles all of the scheduling. And we went through kind of like all the scenarios that they have to go through just to come up with the schedule that fits everybody. You know, because you know in advance, you know, you know the teams you're going to – you know, obviously you're playing – your division twice, home and away. You know who you're playing, which division you're playing in the AFC. You know which division you're playing in the NFC. And then based on what you're, where you landed in your division, you know which other teams you're playing from the other two conference divisions that you're not playing in. Yep. So you know all your teams. Everybody knows all their teams. It's just now how do we put, fill it into a 17-week season and get a buy in there. And, oh, by the way, this team has to play in London this week, and this team's got to play in Toronto this week. And so they have to have buys the following weeks. And how does everything else And, fit? and how do you do it so that you put up you know, TV scheduling? Oh, my God. It, it's crazy. It, it's crazy. It, it is, that is an awesome task. I got the New Orleans Saints. We went I, on a side yeah. task on Indy and, and, and yeah. Tennessee. We, we've and, all got the Saints here. Yeah, we I do. mean – Old Man Breeze looked phenomenal. Dude. So I played Patrick Mahomes in my fantasy football instead of Drew Brees. And normally, come on, that's a no-brainer, right? Drew Brees had 49 fantasy football points. Yeah. And Pat only had 17. Crazy. And that cost me a playoff spot. And I'm a little sad. Just a little. Just a little sad. Just a little. All right, we're going to get out of Games of the Week and move to Games of Interest. We start in Baltimore to see if they can make it 10 in a row against the New York Jets. I think it's pretty safe to say they can. Yeah, we're going to say that the Baltimore Ravens are going to make it 10 in a row. 10 straight wins. They have uh, locked in their position. Uh, I believe that they there's a couple teams. So the Ravens, the Chiefs. And the New Orleans Saints are the three teams that have clinched already. They are in yep. the playoffs. Ravens haven't locked up the ones. They have not, but they're they're but in the, they have locked clinched in, their division. Clinched right. their division. Uh, same with the Chiefs, haven't locked any any particular spot down, but they've they've they're in the playoffs. And the New Orleans Saints have won their division because you know everything else there was that's how it was. Uh, we didn't bring Professor Playoffs in this week, Steve. And no. there are a lot of playoff scenario games that would uh, – you, you know what I think I found best last week is that the New England Patriots with a win would have clinched the playoff berth, and they didn't win. Oh, how sweet. They didn't win, so that, that was kind of nice. They still have yet to clinch a playoff. All right, uh, we all have Baltimore except Lady Edith. Except Lady Edith for she some loves reason. Gang Green and that green Jet logo, so she's taking the Jets while you and I have the Baltimore Ravens. Moving on, the Carolina Panthers hosting the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> Seattle having to come all the way from the Pacific Northwest, traveling east. It's gonna be tough. Uh, they're gonna win the game. 
I, I agree <laughs> they're going to win the game, but this is this is a dangerous game. Yeah. Panthers don't have anything to play for. Uh, yeah, true. Um, Seattle is going to have to keep pace with the 49ers. They're not out of being able to sneak back into that one into seed. that one seed, no, especially since they play them later on in the, at the end We've of the year. We've got them week 17, yeah. Um, but they're six point favorites. That's a touchdown. I don't. I don't like the line at all. I'm staying away from that line. Um, I yeah. Coming, do go, going east. I don't like this line at all. Yeah, I do like the Seattle Seahawks. I got Seattle winning the game. I, I think they'll do so. Uh, but it, it's going to be sloppy. It'll probably be ugly. But they bounce back from that terrible, terrible loss to, to the to the Rams on Sunday Night Football. Yep. I agree. We, we've all got the Seahawks here. All right. We'll move on to Kansas City, where the Kansas City Chiefs host the Denver Broncos. Going to Kansas City. Come on, sing it, Steve. Kansas City, here I come. I, I've done enough you're, you're to done. ruin my... You've done enough yeah. silliness? So wait a minute. I'm the only one who can continue to be silly. You could just cut your silliness off. I am not a silly by nature. <laughs> I am not Co-host. a silly, yes. silly by nature guy. All right, I get it. I get it. I will be the the crazy fool, and that's okay. But the Kansas City Chiefs, look, what was my Super Bowl prediction? Chief Saints. Chief Saints. You're I'm, still alive. I'm riding that bandwagon till the end, Steve. Chiefs, do you remember who you took? No, I'm pretty sure the Rams are on one side of that, so <laughs> not feeling terribly good about that one. I'm, I'm sure I did Rams-Chiefs. Uh, I'm going to be with the Chiefs uh, finishing out the season here and, 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 and winning out. And, and so. I'm, not, I'm not terribly excited about my chances of getting Rams-Chiefs. It, it's probably going to be Ravens-Niners. I don't think I could see that again. I just saw that. I was at that game in New Orleans. The lights went out. I got scared. I'm scared. You won't need to be there this time. Well, that's well, maybe if we can get somebody to get us there, we'll we'll see. Um, yeah, I, I'm with the Chiefs. I don't even have to say anything. I, I don't. I don't, even have to tell I you don't why. like this game. I mean, we saw what the Broncos have done. Ah, oh, come on! Week. It's the it's the still the Denver Broncos. They caught the Houston Texans napping and looking forward to the Tennessee Titan game. And but they the Chiefs have not them a looked little bit. week in and week out. The Chiefs have not looked as dominant as they did last year. I bet you this week because now that I am out of the fantasy football playoffs, is when Mahomes goes off and puts up fifty points. And he very likely could. Because <laughs> the problem is these Broncos are are are. Hot one week and cold, and cold the next, the next three. Yeah, and then hot a week and then cold for the next two. I mean, so I don't know. Are we gonna get? Are we gonna get last week's Broncos? And this is a tough game, or do the Chiefs blow them out? I I got the Chiefs winning the game, but I'm not comfortable with this one at all. Well, I've got the Chiefs. I think it will be the Chiefs are favored by a whopping nine and a half points, and I think they cover that uh, with no problems at all, Steve. I think they win by double digits. So. Uh, there you go. Lady Edith also has the Kansas City Chiefs. And our time's up, Steve. All right, um, we're done. It, it's past 10 oh, We got already. seven other games here to go through. Okay, so let's finish off our games of interest so we can with the nap games. Uh, the Washington Redskins host the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia should win. But they should have also beat the Giants and the Miami Dolphins. 
They lost to the Dolphins and needed overtime to beat the Giants. So anything can happen. It's a division game. Redskins are kind of like, eh, you know. Redskins are hanging around. Yeah. And, and being a thorn in people's side here. Dwayne Haskins taking selfies with, you know, fans and stuff. and uh, they're, ha- they're having fun. They are having fun. And, and it's a situation because they are eliminated from playoff contention. Anything goes. They Look, I think the Giants really wanted to be a thorn in the Eagles' side and say, if we beat you, <laughs> now you got to have to struggle the rest of the way. They really wanted to win that football game. I think the Washington Redskins are going to be the same. They're going From here on out, they're playing just to have fun and, and see if they can play the role of spoiler. It would bring the the Redskins great joy if they could beat the, the Eagles in this game. Nah, taking the Eagles. Yep, I'm, I agree completely with everything you said. But I think it's a it'll, it it's will a be dangerous a game, game. but I'm I'm on the Eagles here. Lady Edith is with us on the Eagles as well. The Arizona Cardinals host the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Steve, we've only differed on the Cowboys Rams game, and it's because I'm going down with shit. Well, I've already decided. Yep. Right. Here's the second game we differ on, and it's the only other game we differ on this week. Don't have to worry about making a challenge game because you are the champion. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, you know what? I think I because I have not done this for you. In a while, I might as well just give this to you now. I am the smartest man alive! Thank you, thank you, yes. I don't know what the little squeak there is at the end. You can never really get rid of it. Let's see. I am the smartest man alive! Is it a seagull? I don't know what it is. What movie was that from? Happy Gilmore? No? I don't, I honestly do not know. Now I have to look it up. No, Damn you, Steve. Oh, my God. I said another Jerry Jones word. All right. We're going to hang up on you now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let, let's look okay. it up later. We will look it up later. Uh, I got the Arizona Cardinals, man. I think Kyler Murray has shown, has shown some life. They've been in a whole bunch of games that they've lost here recently. And I don't trust the Cleveland Browns as far as I could throw them. As far as I could pick up the entire organization and throw them, that's about how much I trust them, Steve. So you're – you're hot on the Arizona Cardinals? I'm just I'm just hot on how they're playing. Oh. Okay. And I'm not hot nine. on how the Cleveland Browns are playing. Let's see. Last six games, they scored 9, 25, 27, 28, 7, and 17. Give me the – And lost all of them. Yes, they, they have lost all of them. But they've been in all of the games. 31-9. 28-25. Wait, wait, tell me, tell me who their opponent. Saints, 31-9, yeah, that loss was against the Saints. That was not good. 28-25, loss for the 49ers. Should have won that game. 30-27 against Bucks. Uh, 36-26. That was a three-point loss, right? Yep. Yeah, against the Bucks, And that was, that was, come on, that was Bruce Arians going home to his Cardinals and, and stick it to him. <laughs> 36-28 uh, against the 49ers. Another close game, and that 10-point win really should only been a three-point win. Uh, 34-7 Rams. That was recently, and that was the bad game that they had. And they're 23-17 Steelers. A six-point loss that they probably shouldn't have lost to, but still. Uh, look, they've, been all, they've, sure. been in, they've been in all of those games, except for the Rams game, where they got dominated. I mean, that, I think that game was like, Seventeen nothing, like twenty-one nothing, like really early. But all, but again, they played the Niners tough twice. 
could have really won both of those games. He should have really won the, the Bucks game. And then they played the Pittsburgh Steelers pretty tough. And I just – Cleveland, Baker Mayfield talking about OBJ and what's happening. It's, just, it's too much drama. For a six-win team, the six- or seven-win team, how many wins did the, to the, to the Cleveland Browns have? I mean, the Cleveland Browns, the Browns are six, are and, six seven. and seven. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a six-win team, and they got drama and people talking about people. Because they were supposed to be a, a hype train. or a hype train. Yeah. yeah, the hype got to the man. They got big heads with hype. And this, uh, this is gonna be the Arizona. Well, they had they had Jimmy Outhouse. <laughs> Jimmy the living room. Arizona Cardinals are going to break their losing streak against the Cleveland Browns. People are gonna be like, "What happened? What happened?" Arizona's gonna say, "That's what we we what happened. That's what happened." Who's yeah. at home? Arizona. Arizona. All right. I I'm still on the Browns. All right. I'm- Merry Christmas to you and. To Lady Edith, who's also on the Cleveland Browns. All right, Steve. Uh, one more game. I, this I it should be a nap game because I have no idea why I thought uh, the 49ers and Atlanta Falcons should be a game of interest. 49ers roll this game. Yes. This is another dangerous game. All right. So have, I guess the, it's a game of interest. We'll, have, we'll, have the 49ers had that game? Have they had the the game where they've Slept on an opponent and and their clunker. Yeah, thank no, you. they clunker. have not had a clunker yet. They haven't had a clunker. No, because even their their loss to Baltimore was tough. Uh, they just uh, fought and they, back and they beat New Orleans. And they finish off the season hosting Rams and going to Seattle. So if they there's could be looking ahead, if there is a clunker game, this could be it. It's not gonna happen. Now I'm on the 49ers, but. They've got some injuries that they're going to be working through. Yep. Um, they, they've, they've had injuries all season long. Some are getting healthy. Some are, are getting better. But the one that's going to kill him is Richard Sherman. So is he officially out for this game? He's still questionable. But if he doesn't play, he has locked down yeah. half of the secondary. I, I, I understand it. But there's really nobody. Julio Jones is the same wide receiver that he's been over the past several years. and. I just don't think Atlanta has you – know, Atlanta's got nothing to play for, so they, that makes them dangerous regardless. Right. And they do have some weapons, but uh, they don't really have a running game. I think they'll get after Matt Ryan. They'll, they'll make him throw some picks, and they'll win the football game. I'm okay with San Francisco. I, I, I am I'm okay with them as well. I just think it's a dangerous game that – Noted. If, if we're talking a week from now and it turns out the 49ers lost right. the game, it's no, not no. going to be a where the hell did that come from. Okay. It's a they looked past this game and they had some injuries that hurt them. And these two teams play, you know, three games. The 49ers win two and a half of them, right? Yep. They've Lady Lady Edith is with us and the San Francisco 49ers. So all across the board, uh, I'm starting to get a little nervous because you and I are agreeing a lot with Lady Edith this week. Yeah. I, I am very scared that we on, that I only differ with Lady Edith on one game. Oh my god, that's good. So I, awesome I may be losing ground to the field in the Pick'em League. Oh, uh, come on. You gotta keep your stop at top of the spot there. I, I just fell below seventy percent. I gotta get back over. All right. Uh finally our nap games. Four nap games. We got the New England Patriots at Cincinnati. 
All of us are on the Patriots. Yeah, but only because it's Cincinnati. Well, and only because the I Patriots got video on the... the pa- yeah. <laughs> uh, the Spygate 2. Look, I wanted... If look, it wasn't I, for the video, this would this would be a very look, much a very harder game. I mean, the Patriots don't lose game. back-to-back games, much less three games in a row. I really would love to see them lose again. What if, what if Cincinnati just all of a sudden just surprised? Andy Dalton's back, and, you know, A.J. Green's back, and they start just airing the ball out. With, with this Spygate 2, they might have a lot of emotion <laughs> going and still have their butt handed. The Patriots it. were cheating against us, man. They were, they were videotaping us, man. And they know. still lose. We all got New England. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Detroit Lions. We're all in the Buccaneers here. We all have Tampa Bay. And, people, that is my lock of the week right now. Uh, should I change it? I was gonna, uh, I'm not going to change it. No, you know what? I'm going to make them both. I'm going to make them both locks of the week. Because the one lock of the week that I did tell you earlier during the Vikings-Chargers-Los Angeles Chargers game, take the over in that. It's 45 points. It's going to go over. Trust me, there's going to be a lot of scoring. It's going to be very nice. Weather's going to be beautiful out here in Los Angeles. Chargers-Vikings over 45. But in this game, we all like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they're only favored by three and a half. The Detroit Lions with Blow or Blau or however you want to pronounce his name, they're just, just not, not the same team. They're not the same team. Uh, didn't score till the end last week against the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, they were held. It's not going to be good. And Bruce Arians is going to have all kinds of fun with that game. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will cover the three and a half. So lock that in. We've all got Tampa Bay. Last two games, Miami at New York Giants. For some reason, we're all on the Giants. Because uh, it's Miami. the alternate universe of Miami Dolphins would not be good. No. No. Uh, and finally, the Jacksonville Jaguars travel to Oakland to face the Raiders. We've all got the Raiders here. So we all agree on the nap games. Patriots, Bucks, Giants, Raiders. Two locks this week. Tampa Bay minus three and a half over the Detroit Lions. And the over 45 in the Vikings Chargers game out here in Los Angeles. Folks, wherever you are and however you are listening to the show, we thank you very much for listening. I'm Stephen Randa. I'm Steve Fry. And this has been NFL Rants and Raves. We're out.